Welcome to Road Trip Branson. I'm your host, Rebecca Schlau. This is episode three. On today's show, we are going to take a look at Silver Dollar City's attractions and rides. I talked about Silver Dollar City in detail last episode, and just like I promised, Today, I'm going to be approaching each and every single ride and attraction that they have listed on their app. So, if you want to do this by yourself, instead of listening to the show, I would recommend downloading the Silver Dollar City app on your phone and then just going through the attractions. I'm going to do that for you guys. Uh, So y'all don't have to look at the app. So maybe you're driving and you just want someone to tell you what all is available. I'm going to go through this list in alphabetical order. You'll also hear me give you a little bit of insight into each ride if I've been on it or have braved it. And I'll try to give you some details on the height requirements. The first ride is the American Plunge. Now, this ride is only open from March to October. It does close down when the weather gets cooler. It's one of those that you have to be 48 inches to ride by yourself, but you can be a lot smaller. You can be 36 inches and ride with a supervising companion. Now, this is going to be your stereotypical log ride with a big plunge at the end. So, if you've been to Disney World, this is kind of Silver Dollar City's version of Splash Mountain. I love it. I think it's great. It's classic. When I was younger, I used to go on this ride and there was a lot more animatronics and things to see. Uh, A lot of those are still there. They're just not in working condition. And I believe some of the attraction you can't see anymore. They've closed off some of the visuals that used to be really fun. However, the drop is still the same. It's still fun. It's not going to be as tall and as fast as Disney World, but it's a great ride during the summer especially when you're hot and you just want to cool off. There are several different carnival-like games that Silver Dollar City offers. Now you can win prizes just like you could at a local fair. However, just like a local fair, you typically do have an extra charge with these games. So I'm not going to spend too much time going over these because these to me kind of take some of the fun away from an uh, amusement park. However, if the kids see them be prepared that they are going to want to play. There are several different ones like a ball toss, a balloon pop, basketball, shooting gallery, racing frogs, those sorts of things. There's just lots of different ones like that. So if you and your kids are interested in these carnival sort of games, bring some extra cash on hand. The next attraction is called Bertle's Cabin. Now this is one of those really old looking attractions. It's like an old house and it's pretty neat to look at. It's pretty rustic looking, and it's built on the time period of the 1880s, so it's pretty neat, and you'll find that on Homestead Ridge, part of the park. Next in alphabetical order, we have Electro Spin, and this ride is in the Grand Expedition area of the park. This ride has a 48-inch height requirement. So for us, our 5-year-old is around 42 inches, if that gives you some perspective. And she's pretty normal height for her age. My 7-year-old can ride the Electro Spin. Now this ride, 
imagine one of those carnival rides where everybody sits or stands in a circle and then it takes you kind of up and just spins everyone really, really fast. Okay, so it's kind of like that, except it's on a track that goes back and forth. So from one tip top and swings over to the other tip top, going around in a circle, people are seated facing outward. So you're not facing inward towards the middle of the circle, you're facing outward. So you are watching the crowds and the trees. This one is uh, notable for being um, nausea inducing for people like me. So if I ever braved it, I would definitely have to take my Dramamine. I'm just going to pass on this one though, but do check out the app to look at some pictures because it's really fun for those who can handle it. The next ride is called the Elephant March, and this is also found in the Grand Exposition area of Silver Dollar City. Now, this is your typical Dumbo ride, so you get in a cute little elephant, and you just go in circles, and you can usually direct it to go higher or lower to give the kitties a little bit more thrill. Now, guests can be 36 inches to ride this, but you just have to ride with a grown-up or supervising companion. You can be 48 inches and ride by yourself, though. Now, we have our next attraction, which is Farmer Wilson's Milk Cow. And essentially, this is just a hands-on experience of uh, you milking a fake cow. It's pretty cute for... Uh, photo opportunities. It can be found at the Great Barn at Wilson's Farm. And it's really just a, a stationary prop and you just let your kids uh, milk the fake cow. Honestly, I didn't even know this thing existed until I was reading this on the app. I've never even ventured towards this area because the only thing I used to think located in this part of the park was the Great Barn Swing, which I'll go over in just a little bit. So now I'm actually kind of excited to go over on that side of the park. One of the most iconic attractions at Silver Dollar City, and really I believe it's the oldest roller coaster sort of thrill ride there, is Fire in the Hole. This is an indoor roller coaster. Now keep in mind, it's more of a kiddie coaster with lots of fun things to see, but it's themed after these old-timey firemen going after these bad guys who've set fire to everything. This ride can be kind of scary and intense for little ones. I know when I was younger, I used to get kind of scared of this. I've had a love-hate relationship with this ride from when I was little. When I was younger, I used to go on it because my family made me. And I guess I kind of liked it, but it did kind of scare me. But then when I got just a teeny tiny bit older, maybe when I was around seven, six or seven, I became terrified to go back on this ride. I'd heard some sort of terrible rumor that there was this kid who went on the ride and he died because he stood up and got his head cut off. So this rumor and this image of this rumor stayed with me forever. And I remember having a really hard time going to sleep for about a year because I would just keep thinking about that image and that boy who died. And so I decided I was not going to go back on that ride because that was just too scary for me. Eventually I grew out of that and I was able to go on it and I'm glad I did because now it's one of my favorite rides 
it's very nostalgic for me and for a lot of people who've been going to Silver Dollar City for a while. Uh, my kids love it. Well, I'll take that back. My oldest seven-year-old loves it. My five-year-old refuses to go on it because it is too scary for her. Something else that's changed from when I was younger is at the very end, there is a bigger drop and it's a little bit more intense. And at the very end, they splash you with water at the very end. And I swear, growing up, they never had water splashing you. But now, within the last 10 years or so, I swear they splash you pretty good. And I think it's only during the summer where they actually splash you. But I remember lately coming out of that ride being a lot more drenched <laughs> than I remembered from the past. So just keep in mind, you may get wet on this ride. I also love this ride because it is completely indoors and it looks and feels like it's nighttime inside. So that gives it an extra touch. Plus, it doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's snowing outside, you can still stay nice and cozy on this one. The next ride is called Fire Spotter and it is a ride that goes around in circles you get inside of what appears to be a hot air balloon and there's several of them. I think there's might, might be six or seven and each have a basket that can hold, I think up to four people. And once you get in, the ride starts, it raises you up and goes in a fast circle around and around and you're kind of in the sky. The whole uh, theme of this is you're taking to the skies and colorful balloons to help spot fires in the surrounding forest. Of course, that's just the theme of Fireman's Landing, a kitty section of Silver Dollar City. It's cute. My kids like it. You got to be 42 inches, though, to ride it. So my five-year-old was just able to start riding this this year. Right next door, we have Fire Wagon Frenzy. You got to be 36 inches to ride this with an adult. And you get in a covered wagon, and the covered wagon kind of goes up really high and kind of goes around in a circle. And, I mean, you stay flat in the covered wagon. You're not moving. Um, the wagon itself doesn't lean or tilt, but it goes up and it comes down kind of in a circular motion. And it's kind of wild. It's a little bumpy, and it can be a lot of fun. Now, for me, anything that requires up and down and circles uh, does tend to make me a little bit sick. This one isn't like super fast little circles. We're talking it just goes kind of up and down, but in the way it moves, it goes in a larger circle. Kind of like a, um, what do you call it, a Ferris wheel that goes up and down in a circle. So it kind of takes you in that sort of path. Um, and you're always uh, looking in the same direction. So it's fun. I've been on it. My kids like it. The next attraction is called Firefall. Now for this one, you got to be 48 inches to ride. And they're going to be strict with that because this is one of those drop rides. So it speeds you up really fast, up, eight, up to eight stories. And once you get to that eight-story tower, they drop you down at really fast speeds. This is one that definitely would make me sick these days because I am old and boring. But I would have loved to ride this 
when I was younger up until about five years ago when I started getting a little bit more motion sick. However, this could be one I do with Dramamine. So I might actually ride this again with my seven-year-old because she loves things like Tower of Terror and Disney World. So if you like drop rides, this one's for you. Check out Firefall at Fireman's Landing. And staying down at Fireman's Landing right next door to Firefall is Firehouse Play Place. And inside here, you will find it's kind of a shooting gallery sort of place with climbing and obstacles and you shoot these really f small foamy balls at everybody now these foamy balls are all over the floor i mean they are littered on the floor but they are super lightweight and super spongy so even if they gave you a direct hit right on your eyeball it's not going to hurt you they can't really do much damage but there's people shooting at you from all up top it's several stories high kids love this area i get a bit overwhelmed because it's loud and you're having to navigate through a field of rolling balls that are on the ground so you got to kind of watch your step However, the kids can stay there for 20-30 minutes no problem and still be entertained. There's a lot of good seating for adults at the bottom so you can kind of just let the kids go. Since it's enclosed and there's only one entrance and exit, you can feel kind of safe just kind of letting them run free. My kids love it and so does my one-year-old son he just likes going in there and picking up the balls and throwing them he gets a good kick out of it and even if you do fall the whole ground area is also a little spongy so it's a safe place for little kids to play connected to this area is also a little fort like a little playground fort that may be you would see something kind of like that at a fast food place that has a kitty playground, except this one's a lot cooler. You can um, slide in some areas, you have little obstacles, and kids just love to play in it. And you can sit down at the bottom of it and watch them go, and it's a lot of fun. There's some little toddler play areas at the bottom of it, so even your babies can have a good time. If you go right outside in the summer, you'll find the Firehouse Splash Yard. This is a splash pad area. So bring your extra clothes in the summer and you and your kids get refreshed with a lot of splashy things. My one-year-old son loves this area. He will stay down there as long as we let them and we just take his little shirt off and just let him run free. And we always bring a change of clothes anyway, so it's not a big deal that he gets wet. But he could stay down there for hours. But it is just a little splash pad, but it's a lot of fun. And you can even walk through parts of it and not get completely soaked, but just get a nice cool misting in the summer. So I always do that. The next ride right by all of those is called Fireman's Flyer. And this is a little kitty ride for those that are 36 inches and if you're a bigger kid like if you're 52 inches or bigger you're not allowed to ride this this is a little swing ride where the kids sit in a in a low line swing and it just moves them in a little circle 
Uh, here it reminds me of those really tall, fast swing rides that adults go on, which there is one here at Silver Dollar City too. So this is kind of the miniature baby version of it. It goes pretty slow and the operator of the ride will say funny things. It's pretty tame and my little kids love it. And if you haven't figured out already, Fireman's Landing, which all of these last several rides that I've mentioned have been at, is a really good spot for kids, especially little kids. Those that maybe aren't big enough to go on roller coasters but still want to have fun. So this is where you'd bring your babies, toddlers, and kids up to, you know, seven, eight, nine years old before they're quite ready for huge thrill rides. Fireman's Landing is a great family spot at Silver Dollar City. Silver Dollar City has a steam train. It is called the Frisco Silver Dollar Line Steam Train. It is a ride and you hop on the train, uh, expect a long line, but the train can hold a lot of people. So even if there's a long line, most of that line will be able to get on the, on the next train. The train goes around the park and there's actually a 20 minute leisurely stroll, but you will get stopped on this train and you'll run into some bandits, some train robbers, which they interrupt you and it's kind of funny, but it can be just a slightly intense for the little kids. So you may want to give them a heads up that there may be some friendly, um, but uh, rascally bandits that may join you on your adventure around the park. But we've done it once, and once is all we need to do it for the next few years. Uh, it is loud. The steam train has a very loud engine, and that gets a little old. But it's cute, and it's worth doing at least once. Back down in the Grand Exposition Coaster, I've already mentioned a few little rides and attractions down there. But they have this little roller coaster called the Grand Exposition Coaster. I call this a baby coaster. So it's not a huge roller coaster and it's not a huge thrill ride, but it is a miniature roller coaster and it's great for kids that are at least 36 inches. They can ride with a supervising companion. Uh, kids that are 42 inches can ride by themselves. So this is one where my seven-year-old daughter can ride by herself and then my five-year-old needs to ride with a grown-up. But they love it. It has a lot of dips and turns and flies 20 feet in the air. It comes to a really rough stop, but they do warn you of that rough stop. For me, I try to make my husband do this as much as possible because just going around this cycle and this little roller coaster can make me a little dizzy. But my five-year-old adores this ride. So we will continue to do this several times per trip. Back up towards the front of the park, you will find Grandfather's Mansion. This is a walkthrough attraction, and you can be any age to go through it, but they do recommend that guests under the age of five need to be with an adult or some sort of supervising companion. Now, this is kind of a fun house. It has been there forever. I remember doing this when I was younger, and I adored it. Uh, there are lots of neat little rooms with uh, mirrored walls and 
slanting floors and upside down rooms to look at and it's really neat I used to love this one room that has the slanting floors because it was really hard to kind of walk through and it was just so much fun to stay in there and play um, and try to lift yourself up on this bed that's like slanted I have no clue how they built this attraction on such a slant when I go in this room now the room that I used to love the most I get motion sick and it is so pathetic and I feel very bad about my old lady self but I can hardly go through this attraction and stay very long without getting motion sick and it's so sad because I used to love this ride now I can do this comfortably if I take my Dramamine but those who are easily dizzied do take something ahead of time even though you don't move you're standing still and it's just me it's probably just me it probably doesn't happen to anyone else but for some reason the slanting room just does it in for me but it is great my kids want to do it over and over and over again and they could keep doing this as long as we would let them so do check this out and I love this one too because in any sort of weather whether it's cold outside or training or super hot this is an indoor attraction and I always like those indoor attractions because it's good at any temperature back down to the grand exposition area which if you haven't realized from now is also a great area for kids and toddlers especially little teeny tiny kids who can't handle big thrill rides uh, there is a ride called happy frogs it is another standard kitty ride where you can be 36 inches to ride with a supervising companion and you just go around in a little frog cart and you kind of bounce a little with each little jump it's kind of like dumbo ride that goes in a circle but it doesn't get as high as dumbo instead of flying it just kind of bounces and little kids get a kick out of it bigger kids won't really care about this one this one my seven-year-old will go on but won't be her choice she'll just go on it to appease my five-year-old and um, she's kind of outgrown it already but I love this ride and a few of the other rides which I'll mention in just a little bit there's several little rides that are pretty much the same concept uh, like the frogs they just going around in circles but there's hardly any weight to these rides I mean you can pretty much walk right on it's very rare I actually encounter a line which is great because we do tend to go in the summer and during Christmas time and there are big crowds but even with the big crowds I still don't encounter much of a line which is perfect if you have itty bitty kids because guess what your itty bitty kids don't want to do that's right they don't want to wait in a line and it's nice knowing that you can pretty much walk right on these towards the very front of the park they do have a petting zoo of sorts they're primarily just barnyard sorts of animals like little goats and even some dogs but it's nice to have your little kids go in and and get to pet some animals my kids are animal lovers and they will jump at any opportunity to pet them. They have washing stations out 
from each caged uh, or fenced in area so that you can stay uh, perfectly uh, clean as you come out. And it's just really cute. There's also other animals that you can't pet, but you can look at like the bunnies and the chickens. And I think they may even have some pigs. Down in the Midtown area, they have a carousel. You climb aboard a horse or a critter, so you can pick between a carousel horse or even a carousel bear. And you can ride on a typical sweet little carousel. You can pretty much be any height to ride this. You just have to have a supervising companion if you're below 42 inches. So my five-year-old can ride by herself without any problem, but my one-year-old needs me to stand there and hold him. There's also a spot to sit down. So if you are with someone who needs a wheelchair or if you are an adult and you do not want to stand up and uh, or you don't want to ride one of the carousel animals, there is kind of this carriage that's a two-seater carriage that you can ride on board. And it is a typical slow-moving carousel with sweet little carousel music. Back down to the Grand Exposition kitty area, there are some ladybugs, which is a lot like the frogs and a lot like the uh, elephant ride. It goes around in a circle. You are riding in little ladybugs and... It is a slow moving circular ride. You gotta be 36 inches to ride. If you are over 55 inches, you are not allowed on. So this is just for your toddlers up to maybe eight. Uh, the bigger kids can't enjoy this one. Although most eight year olds and up probably wouldn't anyway. But this is a good one to check out if you have little ones. This next ride has been one of my favorites since I was a very young child. You gotta be 36 inches to ride it with a supervising companion. You can ride it at 48 inches all by yourself. This ride is only open during a certain season because it is the Lost River of the Ozarks. This is a water ride. This is a river raft ride. If you've ever gone to any other theme parks, you are in a circular river raft with about, you know, seven, six people total, something like that. And you go around this lost river of the Ozarks and you go down little raft uh, rapids and you get wet. Now, sometimes you can escape without getting very wet, but I would say more times than not, someone is going to get soaked where other people are going to get kind of wet. So be prepared that you will get wet or bring a change of clothes. This is a fun one. During the summer, if you are there at midday, it does get a pretty long line. I'm not going to lie. You're going to want to get there pretty soon after opening or try to maybe get a trailblazer pass, which is kind of a paid fast pass to the front of the line sort of of pass because I've seen this line get very long and it can be very hot in the summer. We've always managed to do it towards the opening. I remember the park opened about 9 and one time we got there around 10:15 down to Lost River. We still had a 20 minute wait and that wait only got longer as the day went on. 
Lucky's Dizzy Dogs is the next attraction. This is another circular kitty ride and it's down there at Fireman's Landing. You can be pretty little to ride it. This is another elephant, ladybug, froggy ride. Goes around in a circle except this time you are riding on a cute little lucky dog and this is a little dalmatian and again it just goes around in a circle my kids still ride it but my seven-year-old's getting a little bit bored with it but we sure do like taking our baby on it i do need to point something out that i just realized i keep saying guests that are 36 inches need to ride with a supervising companion but on a lot of these little kitty rides you can be under 36 inches like you can be a baby and still ride it with a supervising companion so I think I may have misspoke a bit but a lot of times I'm just kind of reading really fast but I, I've noticed that on some of the instructions it says guests under 36 inches may ride with a supervising companion so there are tons of things that your babies can ride with you on the next one is the magnificent wave carousel down at the Grand exposition area this is your typical swing ride that takes you around in a circle up in the air and you're on those long chains and it goes around and swings you uh, it's high flying journey will uh, give you some uh, thrills you got a 40 foot high up flight above the treetops this is one that I always pass up but my five-year-old and seven-year-old love it. Now this one you do have to be at least 36 inches to ride. So I think my middle kid, my, my five-year-old daughter, I think she was able to start riding it when she was um, three or four, maybe four, she was able to ride it. The next attraction I'm going to talk about is Marvel Cave. This is the oldest attraction at Silver Dollar City. And I believe if it wasn't for this Marvel Cave attraction, Branson would not be what it is today. This is kind of the thing that started it all uh, from what I'm gathering. Uh, Marvel Cave is a great natural wonder. It is this cave that you get to uh, travel down into and look around with the stalactites and stalagmites. It's a natural cave. Uh, I think it does require some uh, ability to hike. So our little ones, we haven't actually done this one yet. I can't wait to take them in there though, but it looks like you gotta be, uh, you gotta be in good um, health to go into Marvel Cave and they have guided tours and they have certain times you can go. Guests under the age of eight may go, but you just gotta have a supervising companion with you. There's a lot of history here at Marvel Cave. I encourage everyone just to do a little Google search um, to get a little bit more background. It truly is fascinating. McAfee's Homestead is an area of the park that just has 1880s Ozark-style homes built. A real log cabin built in 1843 by the pioneering Levi Casey family. Uh, then it was home to the McAfee family before it was reassembled and then preserved at Silver Dollar City in 1960. It's pretty neat to just look at it because it is 
old-fashioned looking and some of the original structures been preserved there so this is a good walk through look through attraction you're not going to find me on this next attraction this is called the mighty galleon this is one of those big ship rides that swings you back and forth and you go really high especially if you're at the very front of the ship or the really back of the ship you're the ones who feel like you're about to flip over I remember riding stuff like this at different carnivals uh, you got to be at least 36 inches to ride this one with the supervising companion you can be 48 inches to ride by yourself it is at the Grand Exposition and this is one you will not find me on at all I'm not gonna swing back and forth however my seven-year-old daughter will go on it without trouble now she did go on it once I think when she was four and hated it it was way too scary for her but now she's much more into thrills and can enjoy it I would have to take my Dramamine to be able to sit through this however I have no interest in this uh, but your kids probably will Similarly to some of the old homestead houses and property there in Silver Dollar City, they do have an Oak Trail School, which is a 19th century classroom where all the children had to go in one class uh, from s until about second or third grade until they uh, were shipped off to start working on the family farms to provide for their families so it's kind of neat because you can sit down and learn about school in the 1800s okay thrill seekers it's your turn outlaw run this is a very large wooden roller coaster it's been voted number seven in the world's top 50 wood coasters it's been voted also best new ride of 2013 by amusement today I have not been able to get enough courage to ride on this just because of my nausea but if I was a teenager or in my 20s I would run to this one this one looks awesome it is the world's first and only double barrel roll on a wooden roller coaster and then it has a 720 degree double barrel roll so essentially it's the only wooden coaster to twist and it's also super fast um, it's not going to ride when the weather is super cold so you may find um, some disappointment if you're there for instance in in december on a really cold day it's not going to run if it's 34 degrees or less but this is a great one for your thrill seekers you do have to be at least 48 inches to ride it uh, like I said, I haven't been able to do this one. My husband did it once, and that was the only time he wants to do it. Like a lot of wooden roller coasters, uh, it's not exactly smooth. It's a bit bumpy. So bring your ibuprofen afterwards. Next, we got Powder Keg. This is another roller coaster. You've got to be at least 42 inches to ride it with a supervising companion, or you can be 48 inches to ride it by yourself. This is one of those roller coasters that you shoot off real fast. So you're sitting there waiting for your countdown and all of a sudden you go from zero to 53 miles per hour in 2.8 seconds. So it's just shocking um, 
with that launch and there's a lot of spirals and ups and downs and it gives you that really lightweight feeling in your tummy because you go up and down real fast like really small hills kind of that impression of like you're flying and you get little butterflies in your tummies this is a great one for someone who doesn't really get motion sick my daughter my seven-year-old daughter loves this one and begs me to take her on it I did it once recently but I didn't have my Dramamine. So if I'm gonna go on this one, I will definitely have to take my motion sick medication, but it is a lot of fun uh, for kids who like thrill rides and for I'm sure a lot of adults. The next ride is at the Grand Exposition. It's called Racing Regatta. You can be 36 inches to ride this with a supervising companion. You gotta be at least 36 inches. You can ride it by yourself at 48 inches. Uh, this one looks like little bitty pirate ships that go around in a nice cute little circle, kind of like your Dumbo rides and things like that. However, do not be fooled by this one. This rod scares the living bejesus out of me. It is the fastest circular rod you will ever go on. It's terrifying. Not only do you feel like you are going to fall out, you will be sitting there and worried that your kid is about to fly out. Now, of course, this isn't going to happen. But if you actually sit and watch this go, you are going to be amazed at how fast it goes in a circle. It is terrifying for me. But my kids love it. And my husband humors me and he takes the kids on it. But I did it once and that was plenty. And just watching it really does kind of freak me out. All right, my new favorite ride at Silver Dollar City is another water ride. It's called River Blast. And you can be a little to ride this. Your babies can go on this ride with you. You can ride it by yourself at 48 inches, but as long as you have a supervising companion, you can be little to go on it. Um, it's not gonna be great for babies because essentially you will get sprayed in the face you are battling other boats of people with water guns water cannons just shooting you the whole time there are people on the banks of this ride shooting you the whole time with water you're going to get soaked on this ride you're going to get wet even if you don't want to get wet people will be shooting you uh, when you least expect it not only will people be shooting you you will be shooting them you will be soaking the people around you going in passerby boats and you will be soaking the people that are foolishly walking too close to the fencing of this ride so you are going to be constantly battling people it's great for those who love video game sorts of things and shoot them games you will get super soaking wet so this is one that you want to do when it's hot outside or if you have a change of clothes i don't mind doing this in the summer i like walking around with the wet clothes because it dries pretty fast i usually do bring my flip-flops on this one because i do not want to get my tennis shoes and socks wet but it is so much fun i don't know what it is i just love it and it can be really uncomfortable for kids so my five-year-old she is not a big fan because she always gets sprayed in the face and i mean that's just what you do you just aim at someone's face and it's really fun when you're a grown-up or you're a bigger kid it's not so great when you're a little kid and you can't control it and people are just constantly shooting you and of course the more you hate being shot in the face and the more you block 
your face from water guns, the more people in other boats and on the banks are going to aim for you. So I love it, but skip it if you have a kid who's very uh, squeamish about getting uh, water gun shot at the face. Royal Tea Party is the next attraction. This is your teacup ride. You are going around in circles and you can kind of control the spin and how fast you go in these little teacups. I think this one is better done than Disney World. I love the pavilion that it's in. It's a lot higher, bigger pavilion. It's really cute. You gotta be um, at least 42 inches to ride it. So that means that your 36 inch kids can't ride this one. That never really made a lot of sense to me because I really believed when my daughters were like three or four that they should be able to go on it because it didn't seem like that that intense. But we had to wait until my five-year-old was about five for her to be able to ride this safely. So um, it's fun if you like teacup rides. There's also a little area in Midtown called Half Dollar Holler. It does have some cute little things to do. One of those things to do Besides going on that carousel I talked about earlier with the, the uh, horses and the, the bears you can ride on, there's also this cute little sand play area so you can have your little kids play in the sand. My kids like to do this and my one-year-old loves to do that. He just likes to get dirty and play with little buckets and little sand tools. It's really cute. Now, they don't sit in the sand, which is great because you don't have to worry about them getting too, too sandy. It's just more like they stand up and they put their hands in these trays of sand that are standing up on legs. So it's cute and it's fun. There's a cute little swinging bridge to walk across in the Midtown area. You're not allowed to bring strollers, but you can walk across it. It is just a bridge you walk over. Now, it's kind of wobbly because it's a swinging bridge. For some reason, kids get a huge kick out of it. Uh, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal to me, but kids love it. And if you want to see them happy, let them just run across the bridge. The Flooded Mine is the next ride to talk about. This is another one of those classic Silver Dollar City rides in which you are riding on a boat in this flooded mine and who would you think would be working a mine back in the 1800s well of course it's all the prisoners that are being forced to work well the mine gets flooded and all the prisoners are left to try to clean up the mess and try to keep mining despite the flood and it's kind of funny because you can tell some of these animatronics and old characters they are super old uh, but it's really fun uh, you're also playing this shooting game throughout the whole uh, ride so you get a gun that's attached to your your boat and you shoot at little targets and you get points for shooting those targets I prefer to ride this ride without even using the guns or putting too much effort into shooting targets because I really like to just look around and look at all the scenery. I find that when you're shooting and focusing on getting the targets and getting your score up, which really is fun um, when you're competing against your family, but I find that it takes away from the ride and all the details that they have 
because there are so many funny little quirky things they've added and when you are shooting everything you're missing those little details so I just put the gun up and prefer to look around. I briefly talked about this attraction earlier but this one is called the Giant Barn Swing. You are swinging and soaring in the air seven stories high. You are going back and forth in what looks like this old barn. I have never dreamed of going on this ride and because there's a 48 inch height requirement I never even had to worry about going on this ride until recently. Once my seven-year-old sees this I know she's going to want to go on it. Luckily it's kind of tucked away so you have to intentionally go to this section of the park to find it which earlier I mentioned I had never even heard of some of the little attractions in this area because I've avoided the giant barn swing for so long but it looks like my time is going to be coming up because I know my seven-year-old is going to want to do this and someone's going to need to take her and if it's going to be me I will load up on some Dramamine and and get at it. I am not looking forward to this one though but I'll give you guys a review once I actually do this. If anyone has done this, y'all need to let me know and tell me how good or bad it is. The next attraction is the high-low silos. You gotta be at least 40 inches to ride it with somebody, but you gotta be 48 inches to ride it by yourself. Now, if you're over 80 inches or taller, you can't even ride this. Uh, this is kind of looks like a drop ride except you are showing off your strength by pulling yourself up to the top of this silo and then you enjoy a little free fall. It's supposed to be pretty kid friendly so it's not going to be a big thrill ride but it looks like it might be really fun. Again it's over in that Wilson's Farm area by the giant barn swing so I've completely missed it and I've never seen it. All right, Thunderation. This is going to be one of my favorite roller coasters of all time. It is an awesome runaway mine train sort of ride. It is a good roller coaster. It does not go upside down. It is probably the best non-upside down roller coaster that I have ever been on. There's some steep drops and there's some really fast spinning areas of it where it gives your tummy that little floaty feeling which now requires a little bit of Dramamine to go on but I still really really like this. My seven-year-old loves this ride and could do this all day long. I still remember when Thunderation was built and when it first opened and just being in total amazement of how awesome it was. It was the best ride I'd probably ever been on at that point in my entire life and it's still a very solid ride. There was a time though then that when there were two sections of the little train where you could ride it backwards and oh my gosh uh, the thought of doing that now is is pure terror but back then it was kind of fun for people to do this really fast roller coaster backwards I don't know when but sometime in the last 15 years they made a switch out and realized that no one really wanted those seats uh, it was definitely hard to 
hard to take, uh, staying backwards the entire time. All right, we've gotten to this one ride that boggles my mind and defies logic. This is the very new and ridiculous coaster called Time Traveler. Imagine the worst nightmare roller coaster you could ever think of. Tell me all the things that you could imagine would make me sick. What would make me nauseous? Put every teeny tiny bit of that together and you're going to come up with Time Traveler. This roller coaster goes super fast. It goes upside down. It does barrel rolls all while you are spinning in your seat. This sounds like pure hell to me. It looks like pure hell. I can't fathom going on this. I'm not saying I won't go on it because I feel like I need to give it one shot. I need to load up on my Dramamine and I need to tough it out. But y'all, this ride is stupid. I can't imagine how this got permitted to be built. I mean, this this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. I need y'all to go Google this one, okay? I need y'all to look at what this is and just imagine what your tummy's going to feel like. I can't, I, I'm trying to think about, I mean, how many people get sick on this ride? How many people get sick right when they get off this ride? I'm going to say at least 20%. I mean, I don't know how people get off this ride without just losing it. So y'all go check it out. And if anyone has been on Time Traveler, please give me your honest feedback of it. Do you think I'd be able to, to handle it with my Dramamine? Or do you think I should just skip it? Y'all let me know. The next attraction in alphabetical order is Treetop Trail. This is kind of like a little playhouse up in the trees, a little treehouse area, and you can be pretty young to go on this one. I brought my one-year-old. I just had to be with him. Uh, there's a ropey area where kids can kind of jump and play around, but little ones, uh, like little babies like my son, will get your feet caught. So that part wasn't really as fun for me, although he really liked it. He just <laughs> probably should have gone on without shoes, although his foot would have gotten stuck in all the, the rope areas, because it's kind of like netting that they get to jump on. But it's really cool. It's kind of like a maze. Uh, my kids just kind of run free through it. I watch them on a bench down below. Uh, they, they think it's great, and it's a great little spot to kill some time. The next one is called Up the Ladder. This is a miniature version of one of those drop rides. There was the one I talked about earlier called Free Fall. This one is kind of the, the, the kitty version. You've got to be uh, 36 inches to ride this by yourself, but those who are under 36 inches can ride with someone. So pretty much anyone can ride this one. Uh, it takes you up and does little miniature drops, and it's fun. My 7-year-old loves it. My 5-year-old loves it, and they don't seem to be losing interest anytime soon. You can be a full-grown adult and go on this with your kids, and it seems like everyone likes it. I have not done it yet, but it looks super fun, so don't miss this one. It's down at Fireman's Landing. Wildfire is possibly 
my favorite upside down roller coaster that I've ever been on. This is an outdoor coaster. You gotta be 52 inches to ride this one. This one, you gotta be kinda tall. My seven year old still isn't quite tall enough to ride on this one. This is a pretty smooth roller coaster. I remember when it was built, it has one of the steepest drops I've ever been on. It's almost like a 90 degree drop down to the bottom. You got several upside down uh, spots. So if you do get a little bit nauseous with rides, do take Dramamine or be prepared. In fact, now that I'm thinking about it and now that I'm looking at the picture of it, I remember that I went on this ride and for the first time I remember feeling motion sick. I'd been on it for several years without any problems and I remember it was this ride one morning and I got off of it and I felt queasy and I had never felt queasy on a roller coaster. I used to be able to ride roller coasters back to back to back to back and not feel any motion sick and any problems and I was a thrill junkie back then and I remember it was about probably about 10 years ago where I remember getting off of it and being like huh well that makes me feel a little bit funny and I remember having to like sip a little coke and kind of being out for the rest of the day when it came to thrill rides so uh I guess I love it but I'm also gonna blame wildfire sparking my uh, motion sickness there's also a cute little old-timey wilderness church to look through I think they actually still hold a service there and sometimes it is shut out I believe they also allow people to get married in this little bitty old-timey church but when there's not something going on you can go in and look out and it's very charming the next attraction is called wings of wonder it is much like the uh, other rides down there at the Grand Exposition, like the little Dumbo rides or the little froggy rides. It all goes around in a circle. This one's you're flying in a cute little butterfly. You can be a baby to ride it. You just gotta have a grown up with you. You can ride it by yourself at 36 inches. It is cute. There's hardly any weight and my kids continue to like doing it. All right, so that wraps up the discussion of the attractions and rides that they have available at Silver Dollar City. Again, if you want to go over this list by yourself, just download the app and look through them. There's a lot more details to each one. I like looking at YouTube videos of rides if you're trying to figure out if something's going to be right for your child or you're trying to prep them so they don't get scared when they go on something. I love Silver Dollar City. I think there is so much for everybody of all ages to do. There is a lot of walking required. I do advise everyone to bring your strollers or, and if you have any sort of mobility issue, please get a motorized scooter or motorized wheelchair just for ease of access up and down the really steep hills throughout the park. But I cannot recommend Silver Dollar City enough and I love it. I love it as a kid. I loved it then. I loved it as a teenager. I loved it as an early adult. I loved it when I had babies. When I have small babies, there's still stuff for us to do. It's not like one of those places where you have to wait till they get bigger to do everything. There's tons for babies to do and to look at. And I love that a lot of these rides and attractions are still open during the winter months. Sure, there are the water rides that are gonna be closed down, but there are 
lots of cool things to do that are open during the winter months. Like I talked about last episode, there's different shows and different other little events and things to look at when the weather's changed. So I recommend everyone who is planning a Branson vacation to please give Silver Dollar City a look. So that wraps up everything for episode three of Road Trip Branson. Please check us out on the Facebook page if you want to add a comment, ask a question, or give me your honest feedback on how I'm doing. This is all very new to me, the podcasting world. So any sort of constructive criticism I would welcome. Also, if you are planning to go to Disney World for the first time or you're kind of a newbie with planning Disney World vacations, please check out my other podcast that I'm doing now. It is called Road Trip WDW. Thanks, guys. See you next time.